So remember the name. Now who you gonna call? Not the GB. Now who you gonna call? G-W-G. If you ever riff with people wanna bust, break out before you get bum rushed. At the Wild Wild West. When I roll into the Welcome Wild Wild to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host Brian Gower, and with me today we got Kyle McIntyre. And uh, you know, back. You know, I think it's uh, maybe the third time, Mister uh, Three Pete here. We yeah. have uh, Alex from uh, Copper Sound Pedals. Welcome back, Alex. Thank you for having. Uh, how you been? What's uh, what's going on? What's shaking? I was uh, well. I had a choco taco. There you go. Out of this, so <laughs> I'm I'm ready to go. And I was I was trying to think of what how am I going to make my vocal entrance? And I was going to say that this is the ghost of Kyle's future. Oh, it's, bleak. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. Choco taco seems pretty bright. That sounds pretty so, good. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Whatever my day was, as long as I had one of those. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, and you know, it's like at the end of the day, even if it wasn't so great, still had Choco Taco. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember the first time I had a Choco Taco. Okay. <laughs> when those hit my lips. Yeah. <laughs> remember when those hit the streets? Mm-hmm. It's like 96, no, 90, like four, I think, 94. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll oh, believe yeah. you. I remember the, <laughs> the 7 Eleven I was at. <laughs> I'll never forget where you were. <laughs> it's not like, you know, when Kennedy was killed or something. It's like, this is the Choco Taco that Kyle had. Well, it, it's like your own like story that you're living. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how it affected your life. The Choco Taco. <laughs> I, don't, I think I had one. And when I was a kid, I don't know what I was expecting. And it was just... just this isn't carne asada. No, it was like, I was like, I don't really like this. And I remember not finishing it. And I have never had one since. I was a kid. I was, must have been like six or seven years old. I don't know. I was like, I was young enough to be like. That's shameful. No, I'm, I'm yeah. good with this. <laughs> Just left you it. couldn't even finish it. No. And I was a we, fat kid too. <laughs> we, we go back in the past. We find out it was like a homemade Choco Taco, but instead of like a waffle, somebody made an actual like corn, corn tortilla. tortilla. <laughs> and like mole sauce instead of chocolate sauce. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this thing sucks. And it was frozen. Oh, some, it yeah, maybe it was like my family trying to pass it off. This is a Choco Taco. Oh, yeah, sure, Mom. <laughs> it says Chunko on the side. <laughs> Chunko, Chunko. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, jump into the what's news, and then we'll get into some topics. All right. Uh, Kyle, why don't you kick us off? What's uh, what's new in your week? What's shaking? What's good? All right, well, I am back to work. I'm back, baby. I'm a functioning member of society again. <laughs> so right. your, your, your leg injury, yeah. you're, you're back on the force. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm getting it done, you know. <laughs> How, was that what they say these days? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm like super productive, actually. I've been like the most productive <laughs> I've ever been, I think. You were out for like, what, three weeks from yeah, your injury weeks. with your foot or whatever? Yeah. And so was that like... It was tough because like I saw every call that came through that customers needed help and I had to just forward it to someone else. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like backtracking like, did that person actually get helped three weeks ago? Yeah. Or, you know, two, you know, last week, whatever. And so I'm just kind of picking up the pieces and like apologizing. Oh, I'm sorry. I almost died. No. <laughs> Did you like not working? 
Like, um, I, I felt like I would I would have a fucking ball if I was just not at work. I'm like, man, this is great. It had like ups and downs. Like, you're like, oh, I don't have anything planned today. Great. And then you're like, fuck. Or I'm going to be I super productive. Any pl- yeah. I mean, I got some stuff Spoiler done in the alert, garage. Nothing yeah, got nothing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so I'm back and I'm- if You're back at work. Having fun. It's so, good. Getting well, shit done. Um, I bought a Telecaster. Oh, so guitar news. There yes. you go. So nothing like crazy, right? Okay. It's a uh, spill the beans. What'd you get? All right. It's a Squire. <laughs> it's a it's a Squire Affinity. Okay. It's nothing crazy, but I got it for a good price. It's a brand new, like I think within the year purchase. So yeah. I think they were like two hundred and twenty or two hundred flat. I think. Yeah. I got it for like a hundred bucks. So it still had the plastic on it. And yeah. Everything. So yeah. It, it's a uh, two humbuckers murdered out. It's all black. Black hardware, everything yeah, like that. Rosewood neck. That's fun. It's cool. You set it up. Thank yeah. you. Um, I asked you, like, why did you get it? I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Don't don't <laughs> ask me stupid questions. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you have a a, a Telecaster. You yeah, have already one yes. that's working and playing. It's a Fender. And it Mexican, has a humbucker. I'm a Fender Mexican Tele, and then you have a Meteora that you're still having to work. Yeah. The, you know, do some shit finish. On. And then you're like, I'm going to buy a Squire. Yeah. I saw on <laughs> Facebook Marketplace, and I was like, oh, well, he wants 120, well, 130 for it. I'm like, you think he'll go down? I think you're just going for, you know, you, you're a deal hound. So yeah. you think, I'm like, man, I get the I get the rush of <laughs> saving 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. And, and I I use the any movement in the price, and it yeah. worked. The guy's like, oh, yeah, I go down to 100. Or you can also, it's like, um, what can you do for me? Instead of like, say, oh, I give you one of these. Yeah. Instead of saying like, oh, can you, can you give finger. me give me a discount? Like, what can you do for me? And he's like, oh yeah, I can uh, kick you in the ass and get the yeah. hell out of my yard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, it's okay. It's, cool. it's, it's yeah. I I set it up, put new strings, and just like gave it you know, like it, intonation and set the neck and everything. Like that. It actually and, sounds pretty good for yeah. the stock pickups. Yeah, just stock Squire whatever pickups. Yeah. And, yeah, it's cool. I was mentioning to you the the other day i'm like it's funny how um little the guitar matters yeah. in comparison to like the effects and amp that you're using yeah because i'm like man this thing sounds great it sounds like my you know thousand dollar gibsons or something like it not i mean it, comparable because i'm like i'm playing it through either my orange and, <laughs> yeah, and pedals or i'm playing through my fractal I'm like yeah it still sounds the same i'm like shit that sucks <laughs> <laughs> that realization that you're like God damn it, a $100 squired thing. Yeah, I'm going to do some upgrades to it, but I think I'll do that after I get the other guitars going. You know, I'll probably get some tuners on it Mm -hmm. because those tuners suck. They are not good. They like, they're super sensitive. Or they they will just... And then uh, they kind of slip, it feels like. Yeah, they slip a lot. So, I mean, but it's just cheap stock squired tuners. I wouldn't expect much out of it. Um, And then I got some wiring harnesses in from Gun Street Wiring Shop. There you go. So I got four, four of them in. What are they? Um, four, I guess. So I have a P base that needs they need to go into. So I have a like. Oh, pink. that's another project. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Well, I need a neck for that, and that's basically the things. Well, no, I lied. <laughs> There's some more shit I gotta do. But I got a harness for it. It has a brand new harness in it now. Barely use it, but I wanted I wanted Gun Street. So yeah, if I can throw that shit to the curb. Um, Gun Street, they're, you know, they're La Familia. Yeah. How friends, can we not talk about family? And <laughs> family's all we got. <laughs> it's like Olive Garden, man. When you're here, 
Okay, go on. <laughs> okay, anyways, um, got one for the telly because the telly is like a butchered up one that was butchered up and was probably butchered from the original. Yeah. So it's a fucking mess, but I got to work. <laughs> yeah. And so I got one actually for that. I got one for the Meteora. Yeah. And then um, have one for the mystery uh, strat that I'm building. Yeah. You already gave the, gave it away by saying it's a it's a strat that you bought and then you're you're working on it. So you have like three or four project guitars. Yeah. Well, you know, I got to stay busy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> by not doing any of them. <laughs> All right. Well, that's cool. <laughs> I guess that that's my what's new. All right, uh, Alex, uh, what's, uh, you know, new in uh, your week, or what, what's going on? I mean, it's, actually, it's been uh, since, since January. Since, since we've talked to you. How you been? What's new? Um, so I guess my what's new, I'm trying to think of uh, what's not, like, obviously directly shop-related, but I do have a what's new music version, or keeping it music, because that's really what the people are here for. You know, they don't want to hear, like, oh, I, I got a new chair. Yeah, you'd you know, be surprised. Um, uh, did you? We, we, we talk yeah. about computers and my dog and anime and all the other shit, and people are like, I guess I'll yeah. listen. <laughs> people, yeah, people are if they're still tuning in, you know, and not just for the Kyle files. So yeah. uh, we're just trying to push the threshold, yeah. and when we start losing people, we bring it back. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the line. I wanted it to be a podcast. Like, what's it about? Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I love stuff. And then boom, we get more people. <laughs> yeah, they listen to me talk about my new hardware, but they don't want to hear when I refilled my prescription at CVS. All right, so we found the line. <laughs> the line's right there. Uh, see, that's uh, a problem. Is lines, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're it depends on what you're picking more. up from CVS, though. <laughs> yeah. you, are you picking up Valium, or are you just picking up ibuprofen? I mean, come on, ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> we so my what's new is still music related. I am. Uh, nearing completion, hopefully, to uh, building a drum set right now. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, so um, Jordan, one of the guys in the company, his um, buddy uh, used to play in this band called Rocket to the Moon. Nice. And okay. um, he was getting rid of a ton of stuff. Like, he has a lot of guitars, like, to the point where he was moving, and I think he had to get rid of His mom was moving, and it was pretty much like a storage unit, and, like, just a yard sale, but all of like a lot of nice stuff. And I grabbed this kit and I was like, I've been wanting to find a kit and actually like, you know, paint one myself. Cause I used to paint one with a band member and I was like, oh, I'd be really cool to paint a kit. And he got me this kit. It's, um, the kick is 20, which is my ideal kick sound nice. without getting too into that. So it's yeah, a 20. I, I have, uh, sorry, I'm stepping on you. Uh, I uh, have a 20 by 20. I like the it's yeah, punchy. I'm, I'm I'm all about the 20. Cool my favorite flex, Brian. Why all right, go back to the story. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> derailing them. I like 20 by 20. Pretty 20s sick. are pretty sweet. 20s are sweet. Well, my favorite recorded sound is actually um, the the kick on uh, Beggars, the title track of Beggars, where uh, yeah. I'm to 20. And just because I like the sound. So anyway, it's a 20, and then uh, the toms are, I think, 10, 12, and then 14. So it's just like, it's down from your standard, like 12, 14, 16, I believe yeah. is the... Again, I'm a... I'm an aspiring amateur for drums, but I really like drums a lot. And um, yeah, so I'm redoing those. I stripped all the, I took the hardware off. I stripped down the uh, wrap. I believe it was a Pearl kit. And I'm doing uh, a record right now, and I wanted to do a color theme because I'm really into colors. I think you guys know that. Yeah. So I picked a, like an olive drab color for it, nice. and I picked out the paint. Lowe's had a sale going on. I did that. I um, put some tape on it to give it like you could still see like uh, the maple coming through, mm -hmm. and then I then I pinstriped it black. Um, put the hardware back together, and uh, I just got to get a snare and some hardware, and uh, you know, do that. So that's my what's new. Yeah, it's no, actually, I remember I kit. saw I saw that um, 
you know, on I think uh, Becca's. Yeah, I think she Instagram. posted a picture of it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that thing looks at, pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's at our house, and I got it for the whole kit for ten bucks. Oh damn! Dang. There you go. That looks uh, looks real sharp. I'll, it's, uh, I'll uh, buggy you know, and see if I can get a picture of that. Maybe, yeah. we'll, we'll, yeah. maybe we'll put it in the show notes. It looks really it, fucking sweet. Yeah, I'll send you guys a pic of something. Um, yeah, it's a it's a really cool finish, and you know, like I said, he was getting rid of hardware, and Jordan was a really good uh, friend, like a lifelong friend of his. So he's like, "Hey, just take whatever and give me whatever," and he doesn't really care. So mm. he was nice enough to let it uh, live on. So that's my what's new new drum kit, olive drab. Yeah, there you go. That's cool. I, I, sh- I should have hit you up. I was getting rid of a bunch of drum hardware. I should have just mm. sent you all my stuff. I don't want. <laughs> How, how would you have how known? How expensive if he, is that to send to? I don't know. I mean, it's 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 La Familia, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just meet him halfway somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll meet you in uh, Kansas City. Yeah. yeah. Some diner. What's new in your world, Brian? Okay, so um, more stuff. I'm was trying to give away, and I did. So this uh, last week, oh man, there was a couple of Ampeg cabs are gone, and I'm I'm happy. In the somewhat, <laughs> I'll tell you the story. It's gonna be. I'm trying not to drag it out. Anyway, so uh, had an eight by ten cab that Kyle and I picked up years ago from Adam at Satellite Amps was just giving away an empty eight by ten old like eighties like mm-hmm. Ampeg cab, and we we both got picked it up. It was thrashed, it, and we're like, it's thrashed. It had no, oh. <clears throat> you know, and we're like, okay, cool. This will be. You know, it'd be fun to have, and I think we're like, dude, we can you know add speakers into it. We can make this like, I don't know. We we, we had these ideas of like, oh, let's make it a like a rack case. Let's put a fifteen in there. A four. T- we had all these put a refrigerator in there, or like you know something because <laughs> it was free. So we're like, oh, I'll just pick it up and just throw it in the back of my truck. We loaded up. We saw him. Okay, bye guys. See ya. And then it was. It's been sitting in Kyle's like garage for, I don't know. I Probably mean nine. Eight or nine. Yeah, eight years, something like that. And we're just like, dude, we're not going to do anything with this. And Kyle, like, <laughs> finally, like, realized, like, he's like, he's like, yeah, let's get rid of this fucking thing. And so, you know, we took pictures of it, threw it on Craigslist. And, you know, when you're giving away something for free, there's still a lot of flakes. And there are even more flakes that come out on Craigslist because <laughs> yeah. they're like, out of the woodwork. Yeah, because woodwork. Yeah, I'm like, it's free. I just, like, get this off of my hands it's now i want it to be your problem not mine so i like dealt with a guy he was like oh i'll come by he's like, i really want it da, 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 i'll pick it up now <clears throat> or I'll, I'll pick it up tomorrow is what he said he emailed me like kind of like around 10 o'clock at night i'm like cool so i'll pick it up tomorrow don't worry i'm off at 4 p.m i should be fine and then he's like oh i changed my schedule at work i'm actually not off until eight i'm like that's fine i can still meet you up and he's like and then i'm like texting him where are you where are you where are you and then he's like, finally got back to me. I'm like, dude, I hit him up, you know, like, you know, twice or whatever. I'm like, we're supposed to meet up at eight somewhere, and you don't, I don't know where you are. Like, I have it in mm-hmm. the back of my truck. I'm, li- I will drive, maybe ten, you know, fifteen miles just to meet you somewhere to give you this because I do not want this. <laughs> it's going in the dumpster if I cannot give it to somebody. And then, and I don't want to try and just add to the landfill. I'd rather give it to somebody else and they throw it away. But in my head, I'm like. I don't see your it. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't see it. So somebody, somebody else, you know. So this guy was like flaky, and then he's like, "Oh man, I'm stuck at work." But he gave me this like long essay of like, "I'm stuck at work. People called out sick, so I'm like, I'm here till like twelve or whatever." I'm, I'm like, like low blood sugar right now. No, and then and then he's like, <laughs> "Stub like, my toe." I, I'm like, yeah. I, I, yeah, I was like, I don't give a fuck. 
about this and i was like okay and he's like i can meet you up tomorrow i'm like he's like i'm off tomorrow i have the whole day free i'm like okay cool i'm off at two let's meet up at three in claremont which is you know or like it's close to my house it's you don't know where claremont is but anyway it's close to my house let's, might, let, let, let's do this and then he's like, latitude and longitude of claremont motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and don't like, assume okay like, let's <laughs> i mean let's let's get this going he's like i'll be there man no problem and i hit him up and so it's around one o'clock or two o'clock and i'm like okay so like i'll, I'll be off work soon Are you ready to go he's like man i i worked late last night i'm kind of tired today i don't feel like getting up and going anywhere i'm like it's fucking now three <laughs> you've had you've had 15 fucking hours dude you since, don't know what he was doing since man. you got off work he's like, got off work at midnight last night I'm like i don't give a fuck <laughs> it's three it's almost the next day it's yeah, 3 p.m it, it, it's almost it's the like, next day like this guy i was like i'm like i'm like i told him like dude i i'm not he's like can you meet up on saturday that'll be better for me and i'm like no i'm not gonna hold this for three days for you you fucking <laughs> idiot and then he's like uh and then he's like can you hold it till saturday at this time because i'm going to a funeral i had a family member die and then before i go to the funeral i'll pick it up and i'm like what the fuck i don't need to know any of this I don't know. rolling up to the funeral we're gonna hit dairy queen on the way over did yeah. you want something and i'm like okay i'm like no dude i'm I, i'm busy i'll like we'll see if it sells over the weekend or, or if i give it away over the weekend just keep an eye on the ad i'm not gonna hit you up bye and then he's like, oh, okay, uh, I'll, I'll come by right now. Where, where are you? I'm like, no. <laughs> and I was like, I and so I put it back up online. I hit it up the next guy. He's like, cool, let's meet up here at a guitar center. I'm like, cool, perfect. Let's meet up at guitar center, take it out of my truck, load it into his. He's like, he's like, cool. That's surprised nobody wanted this. It, you know, it's, it looks uh, looks actually pretty good. I'm like, no, it looks like shit. But the, and I'm like, it's free. You can have it. And he's like, I'm pretty sure those, you know, you know, it's good luck, bro. <laughs> and he's like. I'm like, yeah, I've dealt with a lot of flakes. And I was telling him the whole story. And he's like, looked at me like, I don't care about you. And then I stopped. I'm like, <laughs> you don't care. Bye. <laughs> and then I left because he looked at me like, because I was going into what I'm doing right now. And I'm like, you don't care about this. See ya. <laughs> at least you recognize that. And I'm like, thanks for taking my poison. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> taking this Here virus off my hands. Here's the here's the flaw with what you're doing, Brian, is that you're depending on human beings to follow through with a simple task. It's just like let's that fucking is... meet up, you dipshit. And so the guy like texts me, oh no, I don't know. And I was like, dude, it's already gone. Sorry, some guy took yeah. it. Maybe he's gonna give it away. And he's like, oh man, that's sad. It's a bummer. And I'm like, you had like three opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is just a grown ass human being. Yeah, I'm tired, but in October, there's a long weekend. You think we can meet up around Monday? Because I don't have 48 hours to recharge my batteries. <laughs> I'm like, I don't give a shit. You like, oh God, I'm tired. That's so stupid. It's it's the afternoon. That's yeah, like 13 hours later. <laughs> I'm like, you, you could run off of like, you know, two hours of sleep. You can run off no sleep. Like take a monster or whatever and you can, whatever. And then the other cap. So this is, I'm going to try and make this one quick. So here I had a. I don't think you can though. Okay. I had a working uh, Ampeg 610 HLF cap. Uh, it had a repaired speaker and I wanted to sell this one, actually sell it for money. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I could probably get like 400 bucks or whatever listing it. And so I got a, um, you know, I was like, okay, I had the idea of like, oh, let's, uh, if I can swap out the repaired speaker, because it, it's repaired, it's it works and it sounds good, but it's, it looks like it's been repaired. It has like silicone around the yeah, cone. Yeah. And then, so I'm like, okay, well, um, if we can repair it, it, I would, it would look nicer and I could probably get 50 more dollars because people aren't going to know it's, you know, been repaired, but it's been replaced. So Kyle had some like 
crap speakers that we like found and a friend gave us. He's like, oh yeah, I, I don't know if these work or whatever. They're from an Ampeg or whatever. They're 10 inch speakers, bass speakers as far as we knew. Yeah. And then we um, were like, oh, let's just swap them one for one, right? They'll fit. Uh, we, t- we tested the ohms. Uh, they did not match. So we're like, ah, just fucking whatever. And then, because we checked the, pulled the a speaker that was repaired, checked the ohms on it. I'm like, oh, it's reading at six. These other ones are reading at, what, like 16 some, or yeah, 20 or something higher. like that. And so I'm like, okay, that's not going to work. Fuck it. And so uh, we pull it out, and then Kyle's looking at it or whatever. And you end up pulling, what, a wire out and br- broke it. I broke, broke, broke a wire. So I'm like, okay. Well, it's fine. We can fix that, right? Yeah, yeah. And so let's let's fix this wire, or whatever. And so we couldn't find, you know, the little like clip ends or whatever. You yeah. know, like the speaker. It was like a super small connector. The clip connectors or whatever for this thing, we couldn't find it. So Kyle's like, "Oh, no problem. I'll just solder it. It should be no problem." Uh, soldered it, and then we we're like, "Okay, screwed it all back up. Cool, looks good. Here we go." And then I'm like, "Okay, I, I listed it." And then somebody from or you know, Orange County, which is like a hundred something miles away, maybe like eighty miles away, is gonna. He's like, "Oh, dude, list it for a good price." He's like. I priced it to move because I wanted to get, you know, like $350, for it. The guy like said 300 bucks. I'm like, cool, whatever. That looks good for me. I kind of want this gone yet again. An Ampeg cab that I'm not using. Get it gone. So the guy's going to come down and then I'm like, oh, before he comes by, I'm like, you know what? Let's just test this. So the day before, or the evening before the guy's going to come down, I was like, okay, let's check this out. And then it did not work. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like it was like distorted and only the horn worked so the cable that broke was uh all connected to the horn yeah. from a crossover uh speaker crossover or whatever and then um we're like oh shit well let's pull it out again maybe we missed connections and check the connections so we started going through the whole thing and checking every connection Kyle pulled out a wiring, you know, diagram like schematic and started pulling everything and he's like, "Well, this doesn't match up." to the actual factory wiring settings according to this talk-based diagram or whatever. So we pulled the whole thing apart and did every fucking speaker. We, we tested it out like three or four times and it got to a point where it just did not work any fucking time. And it was like, dude, I'm done with this. I'm going to have to take it back to the shop that I had repair it in the first place. Like, take this hammer and just hit me right in the head. And then Kyle, and Kyle, was like, what? Kyle was like, wait, you took it to a shop to repair it? Then why did I even look at it? I think because Kyle assumed that I bought it like that, like it was damaged and some like hack just like, you know, repaired it with a hot glue gun. And Kyle's like, wait, you mean a reputable shop? The guy who builds amps in San Diego, (laughs) one of the top shops, like they fixed it and repaired it. And Kyle's like, and I just undid everything that he did. Fuck. Mm. Well, there were added leads in there. And, <laughs> and they, I, I, they changed it and they got it to work and it was sounding great. Perfectly fine. And so anyways, and I was like, you know what? It's, we've been at this for two hours. I'm fucking done. I'm going to like take it, you know, I'm going to email this guy and say like, hey, you can have it for parts. It doesn't work. You're going to have to get this repaired. I can't get it to work or or I'll have to take it back to the shop to repair it to sell it, which I don't didn't want to do. <sighs> anyway, so I talked to the guy and he goes like, oh, I don't know if that's going to work. So I listed it, changed my Craigslist ad to just like $100, non-operational, whatever. As is. Yep. Just like fucking take it off my hands. And then I, and then, so if somebody hit me up like really early the next morning, he's like, Hey, what's the story on this? It seems pretty fine. I'm like, Oh, and I told him the whole thing about it. It's like, Oh, friend, it was working. He took a speaker out to look at it, pulled something and then replaced, you know, just reconnected it. And he fucked it up. And I was like, we rewired the whole thing. It's not working. There's a ghost in it. It's yours. 
And he's like, okay, cool, let's meet up. And so he's like, told me the studio, the practice studio. He's like, can you meet me here? I'm like, oh, that happened to be uh, the studio that Kyle and I practiced that with playing without a pilot. I'm like, cool, yeah, I know exactly where that is. I'll see you at 8 a.m. So I Plug. go up there and I bring the cab and I'm like, oh, I'm here a little bit early. So I need to go grab some pedals and my bass guitar case and stuff like that and just load it into my truck. And as I'm walking out, I somebody who uh, we happen to share that studio room with the exact room. There's three bands in that room. One of the guys, it's a friend of mine, is walking up, um, and he's like, "Dude, what's up, man? How's it going? I haven't seen you in forever. We're catching up, catching up." He's like, "Dude, you do not know what I'm meeting up this guy for. Some guy on Craigslist is giving away an and paid cab for a hundred dollars. This fucking he's like he's like this guy does not know what he has. It's probably one wire's wrong, and it's like for a hundred fucking dollars, dude. A U.S. made, and he's going off on what a great deal he's getting. And then they, I'm like, it's me." <laughs> I'm the, the caller face, is coming from the inside of the room. His, his face. I'm the dumb asshole. Before you get there, his face. He's like, "Yeah, this guy fucked up this cab. I'm just gonna rewire it. It should be fine." And then I'm like, I told him. He's like, and he like, uh, he's like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "I'm still gonna." And I told him the whole story. He's like, "Oh, it's Kyle." He's like, oh, "Okay." Da da. I told him the whole thing. I'm like, "You know what? That fuck up. Why you let him touch your and shit?" I was like, "You know what, dude? I mean, you're you're a friend, so just take it for eighty bucks because I know you're gonna have to repair this thing. Uh, anyway, yeah. so it's gone." It's out of my life. It's now this guy's problem who shares our studio. It's a cool guy, so I'm, but I know he's going to have to, like, he's like, oh, I'm looking for a new bass cab or whatever. So now it's his problem. And the fact that he comes up, he's like, I'm getting such a sick deal. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> I, bet it's, I bet it's the horn control. I probably fucked it up with the soldering iron. Who knows? But the guy was like, he's like super stoked on it. I'm like, well, this is now your problem <laughs> to deal with. It's not fucking mine. Whatever. So uh, easy come, easy go. I was going to, you know, have like 300 bucks and then I end up getting $80. <laughs> <laughs> it'll come yeah, from somewhere yeah but you know hey that that is that is what it is um but yeah long what's new but i think that's kind of kind of a funny story so we're out of two cabs but we got the space and sometimes like uh that's a little bit more you know the real estate sometimes is a little tighter around the garage or whatever and it's yeah. better to get that stuff gone if you're not using it but uh let's uh jump into topic what do you say let's do it all right mm. so that's why we're here all that's right the only reason the why only I'm reason here. why oh. <laughs> And I Alex, probably uh, got through that. Uh, I kind of one of the reasons why it sparked you coming back onto the show. Not that you're never, you know, you're always welcome, but you mm-hmm. uh, hit, hit us up for, about this topic, and I, I think we yeah, should only uh, when you have good topics can you be on the show. <laughs> so <laughs> he's got good that topics, good pedals. Jot them down. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a good chat. But um, so do you want to introduce this one? You had to message me about it. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so I feel like maybe it was in August. I had uh, sent you like a voice message thing about possibly <laughs> doing uh, an episode based like a spinoff of when you guys did the Dookie Drive review. Thought yeah. it might be cool to, you know, kind of like what would if you could pick another like album or, you know, a band member's album sound to go into a box, album in a box instead of like, you know, amp in a box, mm-hmm. what would it be? Kind of a spinoff of that uh, MXR Dookie Drive. And you were like, let's uh, just get you on the show together. And here we are. It's the future. Yeah. So I, I have a, a kind of a list going on, but uh, I don't know. Do you want to, do you want to kick it off, Alex? Yeah. I honestly, I think I thought of roughly three or so that mm-hmm. I thought would be kind of cool. And more, more or less, a lot of them are, I, I should preface it with almost like the sound of that player if yeah. you will, as well, as much as, because again, like album to album, sometimes it might be drastic or that might be like a yeah. breakthrough. 
But um, I've got a couple. Do you guys have, each have a couple as well, or one or two? What do you got, Kyle? I, I got one. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm a deep thinker over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm either, banking on this one. I'm like a puddle over here. Shallow so as hell. The, so for the listeners playing at home, you have choice A, Kyle is a deep thinker, or B, he did the bare minimum. <laughs> Submit your votes now. Phone <laughs> 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 a friend. Yeah. All right, we have 97% B. Lazy. There hmm. you go. And then someone wrote in. <laughs> <laughs> Someone wrote a letter in the time. <laughs> he did not plan for this. That was incursive. All right. Uh, I, I actually got a couple. So maybe um, myself and then Kyle. Uh, I can think of some. And, then, uh, and, then, and Brian. If Brian's got a couple in the bag, so to speak. Yeah. I can go and then he can go. Um, okay. So first one I thought of instantly, like, when um, I proposed it to Brian was probably one of my favorite guitarists of all time. Um, first record he did. I'll, I'll slowly give the hints if people at home are trying to play along. <laughs> I'm, I'm right, at the of, edge of my seat. <laughs> yep, I know. If you're if you're if you're standing up, don't sit down. You're just gonna stand up again. Uh, so first record comes out 1978, I believe. Guitarist also sings in the group. Here's the big hint. One of the big hints: a Strat player. That doesn't help at all. All right. The next hint: finger pick only. Ah. Oh. Finger pick lead guitarist. First album, 70s through the 90s. If anybody's yelling at their steering wheel right now with the right answer, that'd be great. Uh, the It is Mark Knopfler. Oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah, I go. got that. Yeah, I had it written so, down right here. One of my favorite guitars, and well, obviously, I, I, we're just going to go because I figured we'd also talk about like what the album art would be or on the pedal, hypothetically. Oh, yeah. So I'll just go with their first record because it's got the classics on it. Uh, all their stuff's good. Um so yeah, first record '78 had that uh, big time song "Sultans of Swing." Most people probably know it, even if they don't know that they did it. But they probably know that that lick and uh, yeah. mm-hmm. those, those solos in general. And I just like that tone. He used a lot of gear over the years. I'm pretty sure on that record he did Strat for that one. It's got you know it's very clean yet loud amp. Um, it's got some compression on it. I know that over the years he did use the. You know, the Dan Armstrong orange squeeze, the little guy that you plug in? Oh, yeah. into the guitar, yeah. Yeah, I think he was one of the guys, again, I don't know his history as well as the other people on my list, um, but he was kind of made that famous. But yeah, it's very like, the fingers are the tone, and you know, there might be a little bit of EQ. I know he did some some EQ pedals, and he played a lot of different amps, but the sound of that record, and you can just think of that song, and a lot of the record sound is that, just really clean headroom, but really pushed amp, mm-hmm. some compression going on. Some very sweet dynamic like uh, drive coming. You is know, that like a not... tweed or something? You think or so? I know he used a lot of uh, he over the years. He used a lot of stuff from Mesa all the way through uh, Tone King amps. Okay, yeah, right. Uh, I think uh, maybe one of the Falcon ones. I don't know their stuff as well as I probably should, but I think at one point he also used the jazz chorus. But also like seventies, eighties, he was probably coming. Uh, there were probably things coming out, and he could just at any point use it. You know, yeah. Um, had a ton of different guitars, resonators, and stuff like that. But yeah, I, the sound of that song and that album has always really stuck with me. Um, it's pretty simple artwork on the front. If anybody's listening, they can look it up. You know, it's white border. It's got, I believe, a like somewhat grainy picture of a, like a girl looking out the window. Very mm-hmm. like muted neutral colors. You know, I imagine something on that. The pedal could have a volume knob, maybe some type of like com- compression and like uh, two band EQ, and just meant to really accompany. You're probably going to have to have a Strat and a nice amp to really get a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But um, 
It might just, again, have a really high kind of, headroom. Yeah, give you that push kind of sound. You know, and, you know, people always talk about, like, oh, it's this sound in a box, but it's like, wh- but what amp's it hitting? Like, you can't tell me that that's going to be the same with, like, Blues Jr. and an AC30. Yeah. You know, it's like, or oh, like, this Dookie drive sounds the same in every amp. It's like, we know it doesn't, but, <laughs> you know, you got, you got to get halfway there, you mm-hmm. know? So uh, yeah. some type of some type of like really high headroom. Maybe there's drive on the knob. You know, maybe there's some gain, some type of EQ shaping. Maybe some. I'm thinking some compression on it. Yeah. If it were a pedal in a box, you know, definitely some type of subtle compression, like a much more like a a soft amount of compression. Like maybe something. Um, if you guys are familiar with uh, Diamond, they make a, a compressor that's really nice. Yeah, those are. It's a. Uh, those are really got nice. Like <laughs> the tilt EQ on it's like it's one of those ones like just brings out a little bit more. It's not too squishy, you know. His sound isn't very squishy. I feel like Santana had more of a squishy compressed sound. Yeah, um, but that would be one of my uh, picks for you know Dire Straits' uh, first self-titled record in a box. Mm-hmm. Nice, would be kind of cool. And just Mark Knopfler in general, you know. You got to play with the fingers though. The pedal comes with like a thing that says no pick. No, no picks. <laughs> no picks allowed. There you go. Uh, what do you got, Brian? Um. I was kind of thinking, I, I was I was thinking maybe of like favorite albums, but also like what would be, and, and then also what you said it would be cool on a pedal. Um, I thought like Blink, the self-titled album, like, but there's so many sounds going on there that it's hard to pinpoint one. I'm like, I just remember that album sounds so great on guitar. He's going to correct you and tell you it's untitled. It's the That's untitled? Correct. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's untitled. <laughs> I, I, I could hear it in your voice. I knew you were you're <laughs> like, <laughs> just waiting for He's it. He's winding up. I'm, He's I'm just heating I'm up. Just, <laughs> I'm just getting a platform for those Blink obsessed fans that don't have a platform yeah. to yell at you, Brian. But, the untitled record, but yeah, it's definitely it's got a lot of sounds. Yeah. I, I I think uh, to pinpoint it more, it's like maybe I just like have been Angels and Airwaves obsessed, but Angels mm-hmm. and Airwaves, the adventure, and you could mm-hmm. put like you know we don't need to whisper artwork on there, like or some si- some sort of space type of shit or a- mm-hmm. you know, aliens or whatever on there. But yep. I'm like, man, that lead part where it's like kind of like a. Like I, I want to say it's like a phaser delay reverb. If you just like kick that on mm-hmm. into like a distortion or something like that. Oh, I thought you wanted like it to sound like the wrenches and the ratchets in the background. Oh, the <laughs> yeah. Like to me, I'm always... like that song is like it's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I know he's big on uh, flanger, so that might be something That's... like you know. He, he, yeah, he was throwing that a lot in the Blink when he was playing live. But mm-hmm. uh, that song especially, or like even you can do like delay with like a you know a filter kind of like a mm-hmm. wah kind of thing um yeah it's just like adding that with like delay and reverb i think just in one box you just like kick that on and you're like now you're like tom along up there hey! yeah well i'm gonna <laughs> get the good thing i wrote it some more down because uh <laughs> that i put i empire yeah oh, <laughs> i crossed it out so you get credit for it yeah no thanks brian yeah no i empire would be Especially like, uh, was it Star of Bethlehem? Yeah, mm. damn. Man, yeah. I am super, like, do you like Angels and Airwaves, Alex? Yeah, I. so I was actually just talking to a buddy, like, when the record came, the first record came out in 06, Whisper, I saw them live at uh, a venue here that turned into House of Blues mm-hmm. before the record came out. Nice. And they pretty much played everything. I got into it around Love. I had fallen off, not intentionally, but you know, every now and then, like a, a TV show or a band, you kind of fall off, and like, what happened? Yeah, and yeah. you know, love was love was pretty good. I think part two is a little weaker in general, and I had just fallen off a little bit. And then I was talking to a buddy about uh, the Dreamwalker in 2014, and you know, about how he went with Elon Rubin and put like the band on standby and just kind of freshened up the sound because he thought it was getting a little stagnant. And I thought that was a good call, and I think Dreamwalker might be 
right behind Whisper, in my opinion, for their discography. Yeah. Personally, I, I think it's a great record. Yeah, I thought, um, I mean, personally, I think I Empire was my, I don't know, maybe it's just at the time I was listening to it. I'm like, I felt like they mm-hmm. really developed more. Um, mm-hmm. And they kind of blended more of the rock and punk aesthetic that he, mm-hmm. you know, they grew up doing in like, yeah, totally. Boxcar and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, actually bringing that into like whatever the modern rock or whatever the hell Angels and Airways mm-hmm. U2 Junior. Like a stadium, stadium <laughs> type rock, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you want to call it. I don't know. I, maybe I've just been like on a kick. I'm like listening to it and maybe I'm just stoked. I'm like, ah, Angels and Waves, Airwaves, hopefully they do really well. I'm like, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of cool. It's like to be up in it. And it's like the two new songs that they did. I'm like, I actually really like them both. It's like the new, mm-hmm. what the, um, fuck, I can't even remember the names of the, of the singles <sighs> that just came out. Uh, Rebel Girl. Rebel yeah, Girl. And then, um, I know they did a couple EPs. Damn it! As well, the Chasing Shadows EP, I think, right? And they've done a few things. I don't, I don't. Yo, Kiss to and Tell. Kiss they... and Tell, I think, is pretty K- good. Kiss and Tell is the, is uh-huh. the new one. So Rebel Girl and Kiss and Tell are the newest ones. I'm like, they're both really good. But um, yeah, I was like, man, I really do dig those sounds and the idea that he's like, oh, I just want to make this like a show and larger than life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, one thing I was thinking about, Brian, to add to your whole. Uh, like angels in a box. I'm pretty sure for the long, for like a long time. I don't know if he still does. He was using, I think Fender Twin reverbs for the clean and AC30 hand wires for the dirty. Yeah. So you could almost have like a clean, like you could have both going on, like kind of like how, um, you know, in like uh, uh, Marshalls, you'd have like the bright volume and normal oh, volume yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. You could on your pedal have like Vox and Fender type thing, you know, clean and dirty. Maybe like kind of do like a blend. Yeah, them. something like that. That'd, that'd be, be cool. cool. Adding that to like the re, like the delay, reverb, and flan- and the phaser mix or whatever. If you want to do like yeah. a filter too, it just yeah. like in a box. Maybe you know, maybe a little bit bigger. You know, kind mm-hmm. of pedal. You know, it doesn't yeah, have to be I mean, MXR size. Yeah, we're not really we're letting the listener decide the size of the box. And you know what you could do? You could take a page out of Analog Man's book. You know how his sun face, if it's got the dial on it, it turns the sun. Yeah, you could have yours turn the uh, globe that's in the um, ah, there you ice, go, <laughs> ice thing. Which actually, I think I read as a fun fact. I don't know if you know what the artwork is supposed to represent on. Uh, we don't need to whisper. I don't. The whole Earth inside the. Uh, the cube or it's whatever. like an ice cube or whatever mm-hmm. yeah, I, from what I was reading and somebody could correct us if on their forms or whatever it's supposed to represent the indefinite potential of man oh geez like we've reached <laughs> or it will be reached one day kinda I, that's what I like to take uh, the story of uh, Moses and Genesis as because I don't <laughs> subscribe to it but uh, it's a cool story yeah you know? it's it's tight I guess yeah <laughs> you know it's pretty sweet it's Actually, the story is incredibly flawed, but um, <laughs> in general, it's kind of uplifting. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it has more holes than that ship would have from yeah. that guy that made something. But I'm not going to go off on on an arc tangent. I don't have time right now. We can, we can save it for the Patreon. How about yeah. that? <laughs> if you want to come back to it, I will rant about the yeah, arc I'll, for a while. I'll make a note here. Yeah. The <laughs> arc. Uh, yeah. uh, what did what did, uh, did you have anything else, Brian, or do you want uh, Kyle to jump in? Uh, Kyle, why don't you give me one? All right, uh, <laughs> it's a thrice album. Uh, mm. To be everywhere is to be nowhere. So it's like nice. not their newest the one, but it's the comeback record. Yeah, man, that, a I, huge thrice fan right here. I love that record. 
mm-hmm. I'm, I wouldn't say it's their best. What about Deadbolt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please, Deadbolt. Play it's, Deadbolt. It's, you know what? Fuck. It's one of the best comeback records, in my opinion, yeah. from a band going away. The best I would have to say that I've heard when At The Drive-In went away for about 10 years and they came back with mm-hmm. their new record. Yeah. It's like they didn't miss a beat. But honestly, yeah, that Thrice record's awesome. It, it It's like super heavy. All the guitars mm-hmm. are like super, super heavy, I would say. Not mm-hmm. like metal, just like a touch above. Right. I would say. But, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, everything they've done has actually been pretty, just knocking it oh, yeah. out of the park. Yeah. I'm like, it, yeah, it's, it sounds really good. Like, each one, to me, I'm like, I'm not a huge Thrice fan, but I jump in and out. And I'm like, yeah, there's uh, there's no fat here. Yeah, even their newest great. record yeah. is like, it's okay. It's not like amazing, I think, in my opinion. But it's still like, oh, this, it's is, like, like, this is This is good. good. Yeah. yeah. It's still good. Um, yeah, there's something for everyone, I feel like, somewhere in Thrice's discography, especially if you're including the Alchemy Index. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, of be course I will. Yeah. Some <laughs> people don't. Yeah, no, that's a great some, one. Actually, th- those, those people are wrong. Yeah. They are idiots. They are dumb. I mean, just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> they are stupid. I know some of them. <laughs> I'll just call them. <laughs> what? <laughs> call them out. We hate them. <laughs> <laughs> you are wrong. The Sorry, list. sir. Here's the list of people wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I got a list for you, pal. All right, uh, Alex, uh, you got another one? Yeah, so next one would be... Because uh, again, I was trying to really like think of you know a specific record. This one, it, this one won't, won't be. I'll, I'll put it to a record, uh, but another artist that I think has in the modern era a pretty unique sound, and it is Isaac Brock from Modest Mouse. Oh, okay, yeah. He's got a pretty like when he's playing guitar. He plays banjo a good amount too, which is actually the reason I picked up banjo several years ago. But um, he's got. That was a quick banjo plug right there. Yeah, there you go. Um, he's got. Um, <laughs> if you, if you, if you he, need me, I'll uh, play on your record. <laughs> <laughs> Hit up Alex. <laughs> Who uh, needs some incredibly basic banjo? He'll on plug, the record. plug some Hit banjo for you. Yeah. <laughs> Five string only. I don't mess with that four or six. Yeah, it's, it's not about what you know. It's who you know. <laughs> yeah. Hit up Alex. A couple chords and I'm out. Sorry, fellas. I got three chords. <laughs> <laughs> and for uh, extra hundred bucks, I'll learn a fourth chord. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's go. Isaac Brock, Modest Mouse. Most people probably know him from 2004 when they did Good News for People Who Love Bad News. Yeah. You know, had Oceans Breathe Salty, you know, um, Float On. You might have heard of that one. So That's his a lot guitar- of the chorus and clean tones, right? Or yeah, more- he's, got a lo- he's got a lot of clean stuff. He does do some, like... Uh, he does do a lot of dirty stuff. He usually has pretty big amps, custom amps and stuff like that. Um, so he does have a custom guitar. I'm trying to think who makes it. I'm forgetting. I thought he was a might Tele like, guy. I mean, I'm not too familiar with the band, but yeah. It might be Wick or Wix or something like that. I forget. It's a pretty much, it's a custom, I think it's double humbucker. He has a very, yeah. like, I want to say the sound is very, like, not pitchy in a bad way. It's, like, it's a lot of his left hand. You know, like, players like Stevie Ray Vaughan and oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Mayer. It's very a lot of left-hand-driven stuff with the vibrato. He does a lot of that, like, pitchy-type stuff. Yeah, it's, like, dynamic um, in a way that you're, like, oh, you can tell he's not just, like, fretting it. He actually has a style to it. Yeah, so he's definitely, like, a lot of left-hand heaviness. So there's a, there's a pitch to it, which is kind of cool, and it has its own type of sound. You, it's a little tough to describe. Like you said, it's not super over the top, like heavy thrash distortion, but mm-hmm. it definitely sounds like he's got, there's some grit there and he's matching to his voice because his voice is pretty dynamic where he's either like, he's got this like, he's an attitude singer. Mm-hmm. So his guitar, I think is almost mimicking that in yeah. my opinion. It's got a little bit of an uh, aggressive, like a good bad guy in a movie or show. You're not quite sure if they're going to snap at any moment. <laughs> You, don't you know, know like you, your Tuco Salamancas or whatever. It's like, you know, like, yeah. 
<laughs> you don't know when he's going to juke you. He's going to go exactly. to the next, next thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'd probably go with artwork from uh, my favorite record they did in 07. Uh, we Were Dead Before the Ship Even Sank. That you know that record had some big songs on it too, mm-hmm. and um, also had one of my favorites. Johnny Marr was on that as well. But I think the sound overall, Johnny from that, fucking you know, Marr. Yeah. Yep. Only only record he was on. He was also on part of the B sides record. Uh, no one's first in your next. Um. So yeah, I'd probably go with that. And on the pedal, would probably have some type of volume and gain again. Definitely, like I'd go with like some type of pitching, like almost like a vibrato or a chorus type effect. You know, just you know when you put it on just enough where it's almost like. What is that? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like you put on just enough trem or you put on just enough like vibrato. Um, I'd probably do something like that. And it's also, it'd probably be very thick, if you will, because again, he's a double humbucker guy. Yeah. And he's usually going to big amps. So I'd probably put something like that with, um, they've got their, um, the artwork has got a hot air balloon with an anchor on it, which kind of represents, you know, keep your head in the clouds, but feet on the ground type thing. Cause he, he likes to do, uh, uh, oxymorons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, contract contrasting ideas but uh yeah that'd be my second pick isaac brock's tone nice uh kyle got, got another yeah, one i got uh yeah i got a couple i wrote i've been writing them down okay all right i had some time to uh get some mm-hmm. get some written okay so i have a uh, bleed american uh yeah slash nice. futures yeah. so i think that would be kind of cool like they're they're same year too oh yeah yeah they're same 2004 nice yeah they're like uh kind of like a Les Paul into a what AC thirty kind of tone. Les Paul Junior, I think, right? Wasn't he big on the like yeah, the P nineties, P nineties, yeah, yeah. Like it always used like that butterscotch black pickguard yeah. type yeah. thing, right? That's a the sound of that. It's got you go on, you on, you go. They're just that's your thing. I remember <laughs> it just being like super thick. It's like, just a rock. Tone. You would yeah. never run out of guitar on that on those records. Like yeah. right, you know, you know. To me, also too, Billy Joe's. I don't know if he does it in like a certain secondary amplifier, if he has a switcher or a pedal for it. There's oftentimes like it's full, but also has like almost a lo-fi quality yeah. to it, you know. And I don't know how much of that is like um, the producer, which I think they did Cavallo from '94 all the way through 2006, and then you know at least there. But I don't know if it was like a, but you know what I mean. It almost has like this like very like thrash lo-fi quality, yeah. but it's still it's full. Yeah, probably two tracks it, blended. Yeah, it's like right they, reamped or. Yeah, even um, they would also do where they would mic some of the um, actual guitar he was playing. So mm. even if it's electric, so you can hear some of the guitar. The string hits. Yeah. And, yeah. Or they would, oh, he, like he would plug in directly to the desk, especially on American Idiot. He would did They did a ton of shit. Yeah. But a lot of it was like right. Marshall, and then sometimes he would use like old silver silver tones and stuff like that. And like the little tiny combos, like his whole, yeah, yeah. his uh, clean tone is like basically like a jacked up Princeton. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like it's very dynamic. So it's like, oh, cool. It'll like explode if you want to. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. it'll be like, oh, kind of clean. So it's very pick dynamic bass. And with his uh, P90s, I'm like, I'm a Billy Joe fan. Um, so <laughs> he's totally. really into that. So I, I think P90s, I don't play them, but I'm really excited when Kyle gets his guitar going. I think I want to be a <laughs> P90 guy. <laughs> I want to be so bad. Because it's like, you know, it's like, you know, Jimmy <laughs> World. It's like, you know, old blink tracks were recorded with like Les Paul Juniors with P90s, like, you know, mm-hmm. Green Day, obviously. Um, so album art, I think it would be the, the both covers. I mean, literally like put together, mm-hmm. it'd be like the, the bedroom with the trophies for bleed American and then a window and then outside would be the, the phone booth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did, no, that, did that's you right. ori- originally say futures, Kyle? Yes. Well, okay, bleed yeah. American slash futures. I want, oh, they, okay, they, yeah, yeah. they, in my book, they are different sounds. 
Yeah. Yeah, t- totally. Yeah. Which, yeah. Oh, you could blend in with favorite. Yeah. Be like a <laughs> ripoff of the Dookie Drive. Kind of. Well, I, I, I got a ripoff of the Dookie Drive. So it, it's a lesser known band. Kyle might know it. Uh, Alex, you might not. Sorry. Um, it's a band called Red City Radio. Oh, man. It's their their self-titled album. How about that? Uh, as far is as I know. Is it the guy's it's, voice or is it the... It's a uh, great voice, great singer, great songs. Um, it's just a distorted guitar tone. There's nothing else to the... Like, there's nothing... It's really just great guitar rock, like, distorted tone. Like, straight and to amp? Pretty much. I as, as far as I know, like, we've seen them live at a shit bar, like, tiny... Like it was probably a tube screamer in between. It's, it's possibly, <laughs> but it's uh the both guitarists are you know just jamming on chords, playing a couple leads here and there. But it's like it's just like go rock. Yeah, <laughs> and I right. love the like listening to that album. It's like um, mainly their whole sound is a orange dual dark um, mm-hmm. one hundred and a JCM nine hundred that's what each guitarist both play i'm like if you could just do like a blend between the two so like kind of a little bit more maybe like mid um like low mid kind of focus more fizzy on like the uh, dual dark side and then like more like um upper mids with like kind of the uh, martial sound on the other side and kind of blend between the two i think that would mm-hmm. be kind of cool yeah <laughs> it just and then album art i don't know black and i think the album has like a dream catcher or some type of uh, yeah you know, Native American thing on it. I should probably know right. a little bit more, <laughs> but I don't. So I don't care. I don't even care if it's black. I think it'd be great. Just black with red knobs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, be just a blend between the two and probably similar dials to the Dookie. I'm like, I'd, I'd love it. Mm-hmm. It's a great album. Yeah. It's just like, I want to play power chords and just jam. I just want to mm-hmm. get high talk and more play rock. my fucking guitar. That's a line. <laughs> that's actually one of the songs that, that's a chorus. Yeah. It's a stupid, it's a great song. Unimaginative, up, but up it's a good the, song. The, like, no, I mean, the lyrics for that song are so great. They're like, oh my God. You know, it's like, it makes you really think about life and what's go, what, what you're doing and where you're going. And then the chorus just sounds dumb. The, the well, chorus I, That goes, might be the point though. It's like, it really doesn't matter in the really, end. Really, really deep. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. You're like, how did we get here? Yeah, <laughs> where did where did the lyrics go? Maybe they it was like a like a Friday, you know, uh, you know, in Friday, the, they're probably in the studio Friday night. With it. We got to get to the bar, bro. Let's just write a lyric chorus. All right, here it is. Okay, phone it in. Boom, let's go. <laughs> Press it. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's kind of all I had. Did you uh, did you have another one, Alex? Or are you uh, maybe yeah, you, do you want you want to cap it off and end it? Yeah, sure. I got one more. I wanted to add two things on top of uh, Kyle's, mm-hmm. um, just on the whole. Uh, American idiot bleed uh, American type thing, bleed American idiot. There we go. No, oh, so that's another one. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Both. So obviously a lot of P ninety stuff. So I imagine the knob would have some type of like you know the P ninety knob like makes it hotter, a little more mic- microphonic right. or so. Mm, okay. And um, uh, fun fact for uh, bleed American, that album came out the summer I believe of two thousand one, and they changed the name to self titled after the nine eleven tragedy. Yeah. Yep. I have this but CD, it'll, it'll, Bleed American. It'll, yeah, it'll always be known as Bleed American, but it's still self-titled technically yeah. nowadays, you know. Oh, really? But yeah. Well, Spotify, it's, no, it's gone back to Bleed American, I think. Right, right yeah. It's like I, digital. It's, maybe it's like, it, it's been enough time. But yeah, because yeah, you know what? They also technically had a self-titled record, I believe, before Static Prevails uh-huh. in 97. I don't know that. Or so. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you. Do, do bands okay. put out multiple self-titleds? 
No, but I think Rancid they, did. Uh, oh yeah, well, yeah, I guess they <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah. Well, you know what? If Boom. it's like your fir- first record and you've barely had any under your belt, I think you could do a as big a release as Bleed American. Like no one's gonna be like, "Hey, they did two. Well, yeah, they did it for this reason. <laughs> this well, is th- bullshit." <laughs> Rancid <laughs> was probably so drunk and high that they and just, like Epitaph nah. was like, "Shit, they already have one. Uh, <laughs> just call it Rancid 2000. Yeah, Boom. that worked. This one has a <laughs> yeah, skull on it. The other one had a gun on it. Well, because I remember <laughs> yeah. I, you'd load it into iTunes, like the CD, and it would go rancid in parentheses. Yeah, 2000. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it just says rancid, but how do you know it's rancid 2000? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you Actually, go. Actually, you know what I do on um, like iTunes, the Blinks 2003 untitled record, it always will come up as like the self-titled thing. What I do is I go in there. I delete the title Blink-182, which is with a lowercase b for anybody listening. Yep. Um, and I just put a space bar, and then it comes up as nothing on my iPod or iTunes. <laughs> Literally, it'll be like, feeling this, then nothing. They- it's like, take that, iTunes. I tell you what the title is. Uh, yeah, there you go. You I'll, take that, I'll, shove I'll, it up. Taking it back. <laughs> uh, uh. So, yeah, uh, if you want, you want me to cap it off with my, my third one? All right, give it to me. All right, it's appropriate this will, that this will be the third one. Um, this would be my favorite modern guitarist, and it would be Mr. Jack White the Third. Ah, there you go. So, in his, uh, I know his rig better than probably I know my own, but his <laughs> defining sound outside of like his amplifiers and guitars, which have changed a little bit. His amp generally is always the same, but he's a NYC Big Muff guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. With uh, the microamp, my favorite uh, booster, which we used for uh, Gravity Bomb. It's a good one. Small plug. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, if you need Gravity Bomb or. It's not always about you, Joe. Okay. All right, I'm just saying (laughs) I have one on my board. (laughs) Yeah. It's not always about you. All right, okay. Jesus. (laughs) So it's it's, uh, microamp into NYC Big Muff. His. Right, his board is actually like all the knobs are just max because it's like, what they wouldn't give you a knob if they didn't want you to use all of them. <laughs> you know, and I need um, more, I need more, baby. Yeah, he's made over the years with every band pretty much, uh, the Digitech Whammy and the Micropog Big. So, if I had to do, if we're gonna do like a Jack White in a box, it would be microamp booster into like a Big Muff NYC silicon based style mm-hmm. with probably like an octave up and down knob. You know, and um, I'd probably do, you know, something red, white, and black for, like, the white stripes. Yeah. Which wasn't my favorite band of his in general, but it's just such iconic coloring mm-hmm. and everything. You know, as he's said, all the way from uh, Coca-Cola up through the Nazis, it's, <laughs> you can't you can't escape that color scheme. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's good <laughs> or bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nazis aside, that's what um, I um, read about... Um, the Green Day American Idiot album, the artist who mm-hmm. did that, it's like, keep it simple, and then red, um, white, and black was so... Yep. He's like, well, it's keeping it simple and iconic, and then they ran with that, and that kind of was mm-hmm. their color scheme for that whole tour. And right. it's cool. It's like, when you look at it, it's like, oh, yeah, they're all are very contrasting to each other, you know? Yeah. They, yeah. they were, because, I mean, black and white neutral, and then red has... I hate red in general as a color, but it has such a strong duality with mm-hmm. like, you know, whether it's uh, a, a toughness thing or a romantic thing. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, it just grabs your these. attention. It's so. Yeah. Again, uh, stop signs are red. Most things that grab your attention are red. And every time but I see it, a McDonald's sign, I'm like, whoo, gotta go stop it <laughs> for a Big Mac. That's, yeah. that's not the my fault. The golden arches are a stop sign for Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that'd be my uh, my three. Uh, you know, maybe the White Stripes in a box. My favorite record of theirs was uh, Icky Thump. So maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. No, that'd be cool. You know? Nice. You know, but I think the pedal in general would probably look better with uh, what is it? The distill art where it's got like those rectangles and boxes of um, red, white, and black. Or they should make it covered in Lego. There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. That's actually, the Lego setup is actually a third man in uh, in uh, Nashville. Mm-hmm. The little setup there. Nice. But yeah, that'd be cool. An all Lego pedal. Yeah. and Square, then you can, yeah, square yeah. knobs. <laughs> you step and then on it, it just like, shatters. You get like Lego plates to put it on your board and lock it in. <laughs> you you can't play that one barefoot because that's the dreaded <laughs> Lego barefoot just blood situation. everywhere. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it just bring back, it brings back memories. Uh, <laughs> customizing, you have to get that t- that prying tool. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> the, the accessories <laughs> with the pedal. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I had another topic. It might be kind of quick. I don't know. It's kind of like uh, I wanted to, you know, Kyle and I. You know, you're you're the one who's going to speak more to this, and Kyle, uh, Kyle and I as consumers, because you're you know, you uh, run a business and you know, copper sound pedals. We know a like lot that. about buying pedals. Yeah, somewhat, yeah. <laughs> So uh, I'm not going to take full credit for this. I'm not going to take any credit for this. This is uh, Johnny Ray, uh, Johnny Two Guns. Um, he was like, you know what? This would be great to ask people um, who own you know, pedal companies or businesses and stuff like that. Um, I wanted to ask uh, Alex, which is more, I don't know, beneficial or which is more betterer Jesus. <laughs> for, for you as like a builder, like – you know, if consumers bought directly from your company, like on your website, or from a you know a store or like you know uh, you know online you know whatever retailer stuff yeah. like that, because uh, Johnny mentioned something. We were, I think we were driving back from Nam. Actually, he's like, you know what? I always try and buy from stores and uh, retailers because that's better. I think that's better for the company because the more that they sell the more that they might want to then restock and buy. Yeah. And whereas you yeah. buy from the company, like, cool, they might get, this is all just assuming, and then you can just bash me over the head. It's like, they might get, get more money. Get your ready. You know, <laughs> if you buy directly, like say if somebody bought directly from you, you might get more money. But I'm like, mm-hmm. if like, you know, three people bought from a, like a retailer that you sold three pedals to, they're going to be like, oh, cool, I'm going to buy X amount more. Yeah, and I'm like, is that it? So I, this is something that we don't know that we've been just been just like shooting in the dark. I'm like, I don't know what's better. I don't know. And then like I, I posed it to you, and you're like, I'll give you an answer, pal. <laughs> so <laughs> so this is might be like a little insider baseball. I'm like if like as buyers, we kind of want to try and buy more boutique. And to me, I'm like, I like doing that when it makes sense. Like buying a boutique version of of a pedal as opposed to be like, oh, I'm just gonna buy like whatever. And if you're preferring to buy it, is it better to buy from a retailer or from the, you know, direct? So, Alex, uh, how about take it away? All right, yeah. So, I can give you what's, you know, what's worked for us and what we strive for on that aspect. And, you know, there's a couple schools of thought on it. And um, I kind of like where um, Johnny was going with it with going to, you know, a... Small mom and pop shop, probably like you know a um, a reputable guitar, uh, a, a, a guitar store, your local, yeah. whatever. So obviously, there's a couple different things with that. So let's say you know the, there's differences between you know direct versus going to um, 
a store, you know, a dealer, a shop, whatever you will, you know. Yeah. We're of the latter. We go towards um, dealers. So, you know, if you're going to go to direct, uh, direct yeah. you're going to make more profit, obviously, because there's no person handling distribution or handling their cut of it, right? I think we all, I think we can all grasp that. Um, now, some people, they do the direct, that works for them. Some people, they do, like, um, no direct at all. Like, for the longest time, you couldn't buy Strymon online because they wanted to stimulate those other shops, which I think is good. Yeah. You know, if, if you go and you go online and you buy something from a company direct, you're going to support them directly. Now, which a lot of people, like, I like that idea of, hey, let me give them directly the money. They're going to get more. They're not yeah. Gonna, you know. Now, like Johnny, he goes into mom and pop shop. He's going to support them in his local thing, and he's going to support us wherever we are or wherever the company is. So that's two things potentially going to, you know, stimulate the economy, if you will, that that type of stuff. Keep his local thing in business by way of us. Yeah. You know, um, or vice versa. Keep us going by way of them while keeping them going, you know. And we generally, we try to do dealer um, primarily. I would say, like, if I had to look at our sales every year, I'd say 90-something percent is dealer-based. Nice. Because, you know, we like the dealers. We're tr- we want them to, you know, strive. There was a big, like, um, downtick or trough in uh, small shops, you know, when GC was at their climax, if you will. And I feel like it's kind of... <laughs> it's kind of a two birds with one stone kind of thing, right? Yeah, and, and you know, and, and there's going to be people that shop there. That's that's fine. That's what they do. There's going to be people that shop local only, you know? Um you got your uh, 24-hour Walmart versus your farmer's market. So mm-hmm. there's always going to be that. The farmer's market, people don't have their own website, I'm sure. But <laughs> um, so, you know, what I was going to say is you're supporting two things. Now, we go directly with shops because they, if you will, now they have other companies to rep as well, but they, if you will, they become a salesperson for us. Yeah. They become That's almost like okay. an, an employee, if you will, and... We're living in the age where everybody can listen on every device, um, demos and stuff, and that's more important to have good demos from reputable people, from yourself, in-house, all that type of things, clips, especially if you're doing direct. Now, Mm -hmm. again, that gets you a lot of the way there, but you want to play the thing. You know, you want to try it, especially in the, like, it's kind of tough to buy something online that's so like okay, I heard all the demos and it was great, but he didn't use my guitar and play my style through yeah. my amp, yeah. through my compressor, all that type of stuff. It's it's such a nice thing to be able to go to a shop that's got a good selection of pedals. Since we're talking about that, and you can just you're just at the buffet line and you can just try like, hey, I got to try 15 flangers today. Well, and then you know also I mean? <laughs> like having that certain thing. There's so many ways to use a pedal. Mm-hmm. Um, like with your, I mean, gravity bomb, not to be just like a plug for you, but I'm like, I have your gravity bomb pedal on my board and I'm using it as an always on kind of buffer and just to like sparkle mm-hmm. added, you know, a little more niceness to my sound. And, um, that's not, I mean, it can do way more. Sometimes it, it obviously can add grit. It can add boost. It can add DBs and, it runs nine to eighteen volts. There's so much more things on it just for like you know a one knob deal. And to mm-hmm. me, I'm like, oh, I threw it on my board when I'm running like a very 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 niche setup where it's like, you know, Evertune with uh, Fractal through this you know amp or whatever. And I'm like, it totally works for the setup. But I'm like, if you can actually get it and try it, then I'm like, 
and these uh, you know vendors or you know dealers or whatever are actually they want to sell it, so they're like, yeah, uh-huh. go on, you know, like bring your guitar, try it out. That, that that's going to do so much more than just like, oh, I've heard about this, and I guess I've I'll give it a YouTube. shot. YouTube, yeah, I guess I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, you could bring up two clips. Say you're looking at two different pedals, and you mm-hmm. can you can bring up two clips of them. It's not going to be the same person playing the same setup. And you're like, oh, I don't know which trem pedal to get. And it's like, you know, if you went into a store, you could probably try 15 right now. Yeah, and you could probably bring your board and amp and guitar and make a day out of it and have it fun and support two people. Yeah, you know, and and that's the way we. And obviously, the good sales associates order a lot of stuff from us over and over. The ones that are kind of like clerks are clerks, and they don't order as much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe sometimes they're depending on the internet to hope for the hype or hope that people want the new thing right when it comes out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're not the clerk, obviously that's just the person that rings out the bubblicious and the sales associate <laughs> gets you to get the good shit. Yeah. You know, well, I think so, you, you have a uh, higher visibility on a sales floor, you know, yeah. or you have yeah, t- online, totally. someone's got to search for you. Well, it's like but, uh, right, someone can come across your pedal well, at a shop and go, what the hell is that? I mean, that? just for an example here, it's like, obviously, we know you, uh, Alex, uh-huh. you know. Um, we have never met. We've never met. I don't know <laughs> who is this. <laughs> who are you? Uh, Kyle went into a local shop here in San Diego, and he saw a pedal he's never even heard of, and he mm-hmm. tried it out and bought it. <laughs> and then he consulted you after he bought it. It's yeah. like, what is this thing that I bought? <laughs> what did I just do? Can you tell me yeah. what it does? And because he liked it, and he's obviously like, he's familiar with the brand. And then the fact that it's like, you know, it's like a limited pedal, like what one of five, it was like one of five. And it's mm-hmm. like cool because he actually had a chance to try it out. It, I like the look of it. We're referring mm-hmm. to the walking trim. Yeah. Yes. Which From I uh, Chris borrowed that store. Yeah. The uh, Pitbull, and you know. Yes. Yes, it's a you know cool store, San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great store. Locals. They carry yeah. they carry a lot of stuff. They actually also, if you're, you're talking about dealer versus online, actually Chris just hit us up. Um, they get a exclusive Telegraph color that's like uh, black over white, where we relic it down, so it's just like a, yeah. a relic black and white. Oh shit! Like, okay. So so we do dealer exclusives with companies to try to promote like, hey, you like this pedal? You like this finish? Well, you yeah, got to go here to get it. And that kind of like stimulates them. And, you know, the other thing I was going to say with the internet buying online versus, you know, getting on your two feet, which that guy couldn't do to get the cab in your story this <laughs> morning <laughs> before. I'm tired. Um, some people, hey, hey, some people are tired, right? You know? <laughs> no, um, you can use that. I think using the internet, using YouTube, your favorite reviewer, I think that's the best place for you to start. And then. Go be the cherry on the top and go find your local store because you could find that manufacturer. They're like, oh, here's the dealers we have and see who's got it if you're lucky enough. Not everybody lives in a city and some people are going to live somewhere that isn't convenient for them to do that. But you can get get most of the way there, especially if something is like feature driven. It's like, you know, it's one thing to go on our site and buy a single knob boost pedal. It's another thing to try to look at videos for like Loma Prieta where it's got six knobs, a yeah. toggle, expression, tap temp, like all yeah. those type of things where it's like, I don't, what is the momentary lo-fi? It's like, how's that going to be in my rig? It's like, okay, I can watch Pete Thorne, but it's not going to be the same as mine. Yeah, obviously Pete Thorne, he's going <laughs> to, he could show, yeah. a br- show a brick and just beat the shit out of his Marshall. I'm like, that's going to sound pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it gets you there though. Yeah, you know, and then you go actually do the do the. They handle the three legs of the baton. You do the last one. There you go. Yeah, I, 
I wanted to ask, like, okay, look, what about people, you, as you were saying, who don't have local shops at their disposal? It's not closed. It really doesn't make sense for them to, like, I'm going to drive 100 miles to go here. Because there's, I mean, you know, uh, the world is big. Um, what about if they can purchase from, let's say, like, a reverb shop who is, like, a mm-hmm. mom-and-pop shop who is selling your pedal or buying from you? Is that, you know, it may, might be too insider baseball, but I'm like, is it better to buy from them? So... <laughs> Whether you go with your two feet into the store or you buy on XYZ.com, that store is still going to get the sale yeah. over us or their gotcha. reverb thing. And you know what? All you have to do is pay attention to return policies because mm-hmm. you can try it. You can almost make it like a single pedal genie type thing. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to try it out. <laughs> and I'm going to play it for a show. And then it's like, hey, I, I live in. Here's the tips, I, of, the, tips of the trade here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I live in Iowa, and all we have is corn. And um, this isn't inside you know, of schools. baseball. This is yeah. inside yeah. of trading. Yeah, trading. Yeah, <laughs> didn't Martha Stewart go to prison? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People don't we're, we're, we're both going to go in some cuffs out there after we're done. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, that's that's the long short of it, if you will, is that you know if I if I could suggest for people, you know, in people are going to do what they want to do and shop. The, you know, I'm not going to be like, hey, you just purchase from us directly. Um, take that shit back and go buy it from someone else because you know that's going to be weird. Because they a lot of people are like, hey, I saw you and I want to support it. Blah blah blah. That's really cool. Uh-huh. You know, here comes the Seinfeld episode. Yada yada yada. <laughs> you know, hey, that's my Brian line. That's sleeping my line. on. I oh, know <laughs> Kyle's sleeping on the greatest show ever. <laughs> oh, God, idiot. <laughs> I am an idiot, uh, but for other yeah. reasons. <laughs> so you know that that would be my if I if I had to suggest you know you can support your local thing. And you can support a company that you really like at the same time. You know, and there's always going to be things of, like, if somebody does a custom thing and you got to go direct, you got to go direct. If if it's the run-of-the-mill production thing, you know, maybe find your local shop. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I even did that when I, I wanted to find this uh, multimeter reader and cable tester that uh, True Tone makes. Yeah. You know, uh, the visual sound guys that changed their name. Mm-hmm. And I just bought it from a shop that actually had it that wasn't an online Amazon thing or whatever. And I just found a shop, I think, in Virginia, and I just ordered it. Yeah. Give that give that store a little business yeah. while supporting the company as well that makes it. So Yeah, I've, I've been noticing, I mean, with, like, Reaver buying certain things new that you're like, oh, I'm not going to find it used, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I'll just, you know, buy it from, you know, not local to me shops, but just like small shops. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. this, this, whatever. I'm like, oh, I, I feel like, I feel like I'm doing something. I, I don't know. I feel like not everybody's like this, but I'm like, I want to spend feel, another twenty or like ten, twenty dollars and get or, it, or like you know, try and like, I'm supporting something and doing something with my money because you know, at, we're we're at, we're kind of in this day and age where we're like, oh, we kind of like help things with like where we put our money our hard earned money da, da, da. like yeah. you know mm-hmm. we want to help this and like with like you know smaller with the guitar and like something so passionate about music it's like yeah we care about these smaller boutique companies and if we can help them and a mom and pop shop like that's a great idea i never even thought about that until johnny mm-hmm. mentioned it so yet again thank you johnny for bringing this up because i was like oh shit i would have just bought directly from them because that's like all the money's going to them well when i bought my plumes uh-huh. recently i mean it was so new that obviously no one had it yeah and i got it from a store i think that was in ohio still yeah so so yeah that's cool i so. I, I would add on to that um uh uh, I just lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I had it. You know, I was going to say like 
we since we're very I'll, I'll go off on this since we're really dealer based you know yeah well here's the thing i was going to add so a customer as great as they are and you can go direct and you're like okay i want to get more profit because i'm not have to do a, a, a cut with the dealer and everything and if you're going off that mindset okay you got that customer it's like oh we're trying to really push this thing directly you got that customer joe schmo buys that one pedal that's great that's the end of his career, potentially. There's going to be repeat customers. But in this scenario, Joe sees you, buys your thing online. That's the end of it. But this guy, Chris Barcliffe over at Pitbull, you know, mm-hmm. he buys 20 at a time. Then a couple months later, he buys 20. And then next year, he buys 20. So he's, yeah. if you will, a repeat person so that people can see multiple things um, yeah. all in the shop. And pe- people are always more encouraged when they see a full line of something as opposed to like a one-off. Or yeah, only true. seeing like one pedal from somebody, you know, it's always easier when you have a full line. Yeah, when you see you know. a hell of a hell of a spread. Well, I somewhere. spotted like at Pitbull. I was like, la la la. Oh shit, there's some uh, Copper mm-hmm. Sound pedals here. I know him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm dr- <laughs> dropping some names while I'm in there. I got a custom <laughs> pedal. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's way cooler than like some people's. But that's not to like discourage people from buying, (laughs) you know, from, from, you know, from the company. But I'm like, and sometimes people don't have the distribution, but if like, I don't know. No. It's it's like a little food for thought. So it's like, think of when you're buying, I'm like, oh, could I buy from here or from the person? Yeah. It's like, you know, maybe, I mean, you know, honestly, like buying the product is good either way. So don't. Especially if you got a person that's like a small batch type thing, like, okay, I I can only have enough time to do this. Um, What's his name from Cooper effects kind of does like the batch thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does everything direct because it's like he's got a couple pedals, and this is is what we got. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Who who knows when he's going to do the next thing, and maybe dealers don't want to wait, and he just does the direct thing. That's cool. You know, one thing we do to try to promote our dealers as well when we come out with a new pedal, we won't put it on our site for six months. So when it's new, when it's fresh, when it's hot, you because people are always going to whether you have a fanboy like we've got a couple fanboys and. You know, people that are interested in the new thing, it's always going to be the hottest right then and there. And we don't put it on our site, so it's like, okay, I got to go get it and support the small companies. You yeah, know, I don't know. Maybe other companies do that along with, uh, you know, like doing a limited color for somebody. Yeah, doing a, you know, that type of stuff, which we don't tend to, we don't do on our production stuff. You know, I'm so meticulous over colors and everything that we really don't alter. Like, you can't get a fox catcher in like blue, you know, because. We didn't Boxes know aren't like, blue. That's why. Duh. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that, but that's what, but that's why we have custom shop. You know, and people. If someone asks for it, just like send a, them my email and have them ask me, and I'm going to say uh, that same exact thing. Duh, stupid. Duh, exactly. idiot. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, but you know as well, you got a custom shop for. We do that for Telegraph, Broadway, Strategy. You know, so we have that Hell stuff. Yeah. So the custom shop lives somewhere and. But yeah, um, and yeah that, that would be my spiel on the whole thing. No, that's really cool. I think just the insight of like somebody who's actually doing it. I'm like, we can always just like toss toss it around between even like you know, Kyle, Johnny, and I. I'm like, this is, I think this is good. I think this is yeah, good. But well, actually bringing you into it, I think it's good. We don't you know, know shit. <laughs> you know, if you're going to support a company and you want to do a little of both, you know, my uncle always had that this philosophy where you spread your money around instead of giving everything always to one place to get all your groceries, oh, all yeah. your this. You know, he's was a firm believer in spread your money around. You I know, should if listen you to your uncle. I got yeah. too many MXR yeah. pedals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you, you know what? what? You, could buy, you, you, you could buy that next MXR at like Bananas at Large, and then, you know what? If you want to support like 
MXR Direct, go on their website, buy a shirt directly, because I bet they don't carry like a mug or a shirt or a keychain. Direct, <laughs> uh, you're gonna get that direct. You're not gonna get that like at a store. Yeah, you know, t-shirts and merch are always nice to do direct. Yeah, because and, uh, I mean, at, at, at the airing of this episode, you guys are running a t-shirt sale, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, always, a, always plugging, always plugging. You guys got shirts. You got for those keeping track at home. Let's plug four. You got good, 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 good merch going on there. You got, I, I got stickers up the ass from you guys, and I love them. So, <laughs> you guys get those merch, get those stickers. Yeah, go get a. Their fif- shirts are fifteen percent off right now. Good oh. summertime shirt. You know, we're going into autumn, and they're this like a burnt orange copper type oh, color. Oh my god, it's perfect that we go with. So. <laughs> 15% off shirts. Go get it. Shameless plug. Get your shirts here, folks. You, get <laughs> you need shirts? We got them. Get a match yeah. that pump, pumpkin spice latte you got. It's going to match exactly. the pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> we should actually have like Jordan design up like a pumpkin spice shirt. Because obviously we're going with like almost like a rustic pumpkin color, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we do the orange color, pumpkin spice shirt. Yeah, there you go. You know? <laughs> Maybe something like that, because fucking people would get Mobile One in Pumpkin Spice if they could. Yeah. <laughs> some for you, the car, some for me. <laughs> oh, Homer style. All right. Well, I, th- yeah. I think we'll, uh, we're, we're going to head this one on home here. But uh, before we go, I just want to say thank you so much, Alex, for joining us. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking the time. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, make sure to check out Alex at you know, Copper Sound. Uh, where, where can they find you? So, yeah, social media stuff is uh, prevalent. They can find us on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. They can find us on uh, the old Grams. You know, I'm pretty sure we have Twitter as well. Maybe not as prominent as other um, platforms. Yeah. Um, we've got a website. Go there. Check us out. Don't buy direct. just just kidding uh get us get yourself a shirt or something you know we have our prices start from 20 and go up to 250 bucks so there's a big swing you know check us out on the website the grams for some eye candy that type of stuff you know we do you know we do custom stuff like matching your guitar to a pedal Mm -hmm. if you're if you're new and not familiar with us you know check us out and uh we're pretty active we're in stores we're in stores around you you know search them they're on a you know bunch of stores where are you guys based out of oh yeah i guess we're like you're so familiar they go knock on your garage door yeah (laughs) yeah there's two so you got you got what you have two chance two garage doors here yeah one of them's got insulation that is old t-shirts because we're (laughs) professional (laughs) af in here is is that part of the sale there you go (laughs) yeah (laughs) may or may not contain (laughs) they they also (laughs) insulate Exactly. We reuse old shirts. I got like old Guitar Center shirts and stuff like that. Nice. But yeah, we're uh, so we're located just south of uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Nice. There we go. Um, so yeah, the old MA. All right, cool. And uh, you know, thank you, the listener, for tuning in. And if you guys yeah. uh, like what you hear, you guys can uh, you know uh, follow along with the Tone Jerks podcast on you know. Again, social media. We have a Facebook group. Search the Tone Jerks. You'll find it. Join in on all the fun. And then Google in, Plus, Foursquare. Uh, no, but we are <laughs> on Instagram <laughs> at the Tone Jerks. We're uh, posting cool shit uh, on the reg. And if uh, you know, you guys have a cool song um, that you want as the opener and ending uh, of the show, let us know. Send it to us, uh, the Tone Jerks at Gmail, and we'll we'll put it on the show cool shit i don't care if it's guitar i don't care if it's like you know like we'll get a drum solo from uh 
from Alex after you get yeah, that oh, thing all there done. you go. Just, you get- <laughs> just a drum solo. <laughs> Hit us up with that so band. I was like, what the hell am a I listening to? Drum solo and banjo licks. That's what I need. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> if well, you. Band- <laughs> just thrash on the drums. Cell phone audio. That's all I need. But if you really like the show and you want to help support it, you can do so on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. But if you guys double down for two bucks a month, you get an extra episode every week. Uh, Alex may or may not join us for that one, so you got to tune in and pay the $2 to find, find out. out. <laughs> find out. But just for supporting the show, Kyle has a listy list, and he is going to give us all a huge shout-out. Kyle, give me those names. Bye-bye. All right. We have a Brett Alexander, Stephen Conradi, Doug King, Andrew Walsh, Michael Newman, Adam Rohr from the Let Him Hear podcast, Bruce Banana, Colin Smith. <laughs> this fucking voice. Oh, shut up. Shut up, man. You, you love this voice. <laughs> Doug Gann, Aaron Taylor, Jason Fuzzmonger, Abe Newman, Jim Bowers, Doug Christ, Joseph from Like My Pedals, and Will Lahue from the Just Surprise Me podcast. Check him out. Yeah. Johnny Ray, Jamie Davis, Sean Fahey, Steve Mike, Digger from Fatfoot Effects, Alvaro Viramontes, Brian from Nutter Guitars, Nicholas Payson. Sean Arbo from Gun Street Wiring Shop. Co Schneider from the Flippin' Flippers podcast. Flippin' Flipper Flap Flap. Woo! <laughs> Kevin Equits from Equits Guitars. Uh, Leon from Pelican Noiseworks. Nicholas Ogburn and Matt Quine from the Fret Talk podcast. All right, cool. Well, right. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for, uh, you know, Patreoning. And uh, Alex, thank you for joining us. Uh, check out Copper Sound Pedals and the. Uh, Check out the shirts, check out the stickers, check out the pedals, check out the, you know, the dealers selling their stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks again, Alex. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Praise the Lord, I was born to drive boat. Feeling like Slash in front of the chapel. I'm leaned back with the less pull. Shit, I smoke is like cholesterol. Spill dressing on the vest at the festival, the best of all. Had a midget Puerto Rican at my beck and call. Best believe that there was naked fall. Fuck around and almost wrecked the sub. Uh. We took gas for 10 days.